Welcome to another edition of Really Healthy, brought to you by Alpine Plastic Surgery. I'm Scott Mitchell. And I'm Melanie Douglas. Sugar. Is it really an addiction? And how in the heck can we avoid sugar? Right. We could spend the whole show talking about this. We so, could? We could. Uh, yeah, you're not, not a sugar re- guy. I don't think so. I have a lot of sugar friends. Are you, Female, are you yes. a sugar person? Yes. But you know what the funny thing is, though? I actually, and let's just start off with this. When you say, are you, are you a sugar addict? People think like gummy worms and Swedish fish and candy and licorice, right? right. But it, sugar is also baked goods like carrot cake. Oh, oh. Can you believe I played that card? <laughs> but like cookies, hey, cake, the window, so. ice cream. Ah. I know, you did throw it out the window. But it's not, it's, it's a lot of other things too. So it's no. not just the candy. Right, and I've realized for myself like uh, barbecue sauce, yep. ketchup, yeah. Uh, actually, soda everything. pop is a real popular thing for me. Yes. Uh, yeah, so. Basically, sugar's There's in everything. There's a little bit Yogurt, of Yogurt, uh, breakfast bars. Anyway, so, so yes, sugar's in everything. And um, what was the first question you asked? Is sugar, is there an addiction? It, yeah, can you be addicted to sugar? Yes. And you know what? I don't think we take it seriously enough. Sugar addiction is a real thing. It really plays with the chemicals in your brain. So sugar... Um, suppresses cortisol, which is a stress hormone, right? Right. So it helps you. It helps you feel less stressed. That's why we eat sugar when we're oh, stressed. Really? Yeah. It really does calm you down. Huh. I didn't know that. It messes with your hormones, so it helps you manage stress, which seems like a good thing. <laughs> and then it gives you the rewards like dopamine. Um, and so the dopamine boost is that's that's what drugs do. That's what cocaine and opioids. So it's that and, quick fix, yeah. that quick high, that so, just burst of energy and adrenaline. Yeah, so it is like a drug. Sugar is like a drug. It messes with the chemicals in your brain. When people try to quit eating sugar and they're like, "I'm having sugar withdrawals," it's like a drug addict going through withdrawals. You your know, brain's like, "Wait, where's my fix?" Here's here's a fascinating thing that I noticed about sugar. What? Talking about the addictive property of it. You go into a convenience store. Yes. And it's just loaded with sugar. It's everywhere. There's like, they have all these different selections right at the counter as you go out. And they have these huge displays and, and they have supersized this and they have these long, you know, fountain drink uh, stands, all this stuff. And the, the so-called chemicals that are bad for you, mm-hmm. they're hidden behind like a glass door. Mm-hmm. You have to have an ID for them. If you want uh, anything like nicotine, it's behind the counter. It's yeah. not easily accessible. And it's like, okay, you know, you have to ask for it. And right. where, where this, this sugar, which is a drug. It is a drug. And it's, would you say, highly addictive? It's highly addictive. Is, it's cheap. It's everywhere. And it's everywhere. And it's not restricted at all. It's crazy. And then we all wonder why we're addicted to it. And we feel bad. Like we kick ourselves like, oh, why can't I quit this sugar thing? And really, the thing is, is it kind of crept up on us. You know, we went through, you think of the last 30, 40 years in nutrition, we went through fat is bad for you and carbs are bad for you. And no one's ever been like, I mean, we say it, sugar's not good for you, but really like the real culprit is sugar. And part of the problem is the consequences of eating a lot of sugar take a long time to show up in your body. The things that sugar is doing to your body, they don't, they don't show up. So here's some examples, right? Here's some of the things that sugar does to your body. Um, it takes years to show up. Your LDL, your small, dense cholesterol right. that's bad for your heart, it raises that. It damages your cells and actually decreases the lifespan of your cells. 
so it shortens your cells, the DNA in your cells. It's linked to cancer, colon, breast cancer, heart disease. It causes brain shrinkage and memory loss. I know. Like people, <laughs> I'm serious. These are all things studies have shown. Impairs your memory, causes systemic inflammation in your body. But these are things that, you know, you don't go get a blood test and go, oh yeah, it's the sugar. These are kind of just, we've kind of just started to function with this inflammation from sugar. Is there anything uh, of value with sugar? I no. mean, I mean, is there any benefit whatsoever in our life to ingest sugar? Should it be a part of our diet at all? Well, I mean, I don't want to be the party pooper and ruin everything, but no. I mean, there's really, if you can't do it in moderation, because it does make you feel good, right? It tastes good, and it gives you that little reward in your brain. So, you know, do we need those types of things in our life? There are other th ways you can do that, like with exercise. It eventually turns same, into same, that same for impact, people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it adds no value. And I always say that about soda, too, and diet soda. There's no redeeming quality there. It's purely for fun um, self-indulgence, enjoyment, and it, you, you have to tread carefully because it's really addictive. No, I know. Cause I, my, my oldest sister, she went on like no sugar, right? She yeah. was really overweight and went on this very strict diet. And I was like, how in the world do you like do this? You have, you have like, you just stop cold yeah. with the sugar. And she goes, I really don't miss it. Yeah. And, and I was like, at the time, this was a long time ago, it was like 16, 17 years ago, I was like, I can't fathom that. Like, yeah. like I have to have a piece of cake for, or, or some ice cream, or I have to have a soda pop or something like that. And, and I'm not a huge, like, sweet, sweet person. Yeah. But I could not fathom it. And then when I uh, got where I wasn't eating sugar... I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really miss it when I don't have it. Yeah. And, you know, I, you can have some sugar. And it, people that get really strict with it, if you do great and you feel great, that's fine. I know a lot of people who, when they restrict, 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 they freak out and they have a sugar meltdown. And it's just like this roller coaster they can't seem to balance. And so if you can do it in moderation, then fine. The limit is we're supposed to have less than 10 teaspoons of sugar a day, which sounds like a lot, but that's really hard to do. What, what, what is 10, 10 teaspoons It's about like? 40 grams of sugar. 40 grams of sugar. So like a yogurt, a fruited yogurt okay. might have 20. Really? So you'd be at half your sugar with your yogurt. So that's the thing is sugar is in everything. So I, th I think the best thing you can take away from this whole discussion is try to be more aware of what, yeah. where is sugar, how much are you getting, um, and try to just limit it from there. But I did want to share some fun, crazy, like little hacks. I don't Give know, hacks, me. tactics. Yeah. I asked you before the episode if you had any. And so, so for me, it was like it's soda. Yours is boring, but okay, I know, share. So it. I just drink water. You just drink water. It. Yeah, it's powerful. It works. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Maybe boring, but it works. <laughs> okay, mine are more crafty. <laughs> okay, because give them, I give really them. do like sugar. Yes. I mean, I I've been addicted to sugar. So here are some things that I have done. Right. So let's say one day I'm driving home and I, oops, I slipped up and I bought black licorice, a whole bag of Twizzlers black yes. licorice. If I can't stop eating the bag, I literally throw it to the back of the car because I'm driving. You can't get to I'm it. not going to pull over and go get it. Yeah. And it's just like the act of like throw it in the back um you well you can always I've throw it in the garbage away. too yeah. yeah um i have a friend that sprays windex on her food so she'll just stop yeah that's eating a it. deterrent oh my yes, goodness yes that's a deterrent um sometimes i'll go <laughs> brush from my eating the yeah windex. i'll go brush my teeth for me personally ah, I that's hate, a good one yeah. i hate brushing my teeth no 
I do. I mean, I yeah. know you got to do it, but it's like, it's I'm just like, not oh, a fun I just brushed my do. teeth. I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Um, there's that. Uh, phone a friend. So I'll phone a friend and be like, let's say I went and got crumble cookies. That's the thing in Logan. And they're four gigantic 800 right. calorie cookies. So I got those. So I'll eat my fourth of a cookie that I should have. And then I'll be like, phone my friends. Hey, you guys, I bought cookies for everyone. We all get a fourth <laughs> or whatever. But I basically give them out so I can't have any more. So I can just have my share. All right, we got to take a break. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, uh oh. <laughs> Speaking We're going to hear about your update. I have a bit update. of a confession to take to make. Okay. Here. All right. Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. Of course, we were talking about sugar in the first segment and yes. some of your hacks. Are there any more hacks before we go on? Because you were on a roll there. I felt like I might have cut you I, off just I a was bit. on a roll, but I think I shared the juicy ones. And I really can't wait to get to your update because I think people are going to be very interested to hear about <laughs> your experience. Okay. So, like, full disclosure here. Yeah. Uh, I was at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And it was actually part of my job. So I, br- I uh, have a, r- a radio show I do, a sports radio show which I know you tune into. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was without food. I'd been without food for a rather long period of time. And I thought that I would have time to take care of it and, and make a good choice. And I didn't. So here I'm about ready to go on the radio and we're on a location at a baseball game and the aroma at the ballpark was just like, this is so good. This is mm-hmm. just, oh, it's a, you know, it was just, it was, it was almost too much. They had pizza and they had, they had got, you know, not they, cauliflower crust pizza. No, it was, and, <laughs> and it wasn't thin crust pizza either. Uh-huh. It was like deep dish pizza, okay. which I didn't think I would like. Uh-huh. And I really liked it. it so was... I had pizza. Yep. And I, I remember taking the first bite going, Here's my carbs for the day, just right here. I'll just have one bite. Yeah, and it just, it just, it ended up into like two pieces of pizza. Well, that's not bad. They were well, big, okay. thick. Well, it, it doesn't end there. Okay. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> There's more. Um, they, they, ha- you know the the helmets. They yes. And they put the ice cream in the helmet. Yes. Well, they brought it to us. It what we we were just minding our business, doing our radio show, and they throw this ice cream in our face and I felt like a social you know faux pas or faux pas would mm-hmm. be not to you know be rude you know because mm-hmm. they were trying to be good hosts anyways I thought well I'll just eat a bite of the ice cream <laughs> that's tomorrow's carbs and, I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I'm not even going to justify this uh-huh. okay it was a, it was a small little helmet uh-huh. I ate most of the ice cream uh-huh. and I was kind of at that point like I've totally blown it and I'm here, and I'm I'm just I'm just I I just totally went off of plan, and and it came out of the blue. Yep. I haven't I've been doing great, feeling great, everything's just been I mean just rock solid, and then and this this just absolutely came out of the blue. It was concerning. I, I felt like. Did you feel I like felt awful? It at, was over. Like you were done. I um. I felt really disappointed, mm. uh, but I didn't feel defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't feel like it was going to be the end of, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I just in my mind just said, okay, I've done this. I have to own up to it. I was joking about it. I just said, you know, I've, I've gone way off a of plan here, but I've, 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 I've got to come back and just get back to what I've been doing. Yeah. And so did you, how did you feel? I did not feel? want to tell you this, by the way. Well, no, I'm glad you're <laughs> sharing it. But you know what? It's totally normal. It's normal to have those types of days. You didn't do anything bad. You experienced a normal part of trying to change your eating habits for the long run. And that, that stuff's going to come up. You know what? Here's my thought Can about I tell it. you? Yeah. Just, here, here's one thing that was, it was good. It but tasted really it, good. It really did. It, yeah. it wasn't like, I wasn't disappointed at all by the way it tasted. That was the hardest part. I was like, because for me, I'm like, I could go back here really easy. Right. Well, I have so many questions, but I want to point something Kay. out. Okay. So nobody, even though pizza is good, it tastes great. But nobody gets to or should eat it every day. It should be a special occasion. And it was a special occasion, so treat it as such. But, um, like, I work out every day. I don't get to eat pizza every day. I don't get to, you know, those types of things where it's like um, we all kind of have a cheat day. The point is, is that what we're dealing with, all of us, when we're surrounded by unhealthy food, this issue is not going away ever. Like you had your cheat day and if, if you, or if anyone out there listening has had a cheat day and you're like, I just can't do this anymore. Just remember, it's not going away. The problem's not going away. You're still going to encounter food like that and you still can't eat it every day. <laughs> <laughs> it is still something you do once in a while in moderation. Uh, so, okay. So it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. Like the fact that do you I, have to I care just... about what you eat, that's not going to go away. Yeah. And and it's that, not going to go for, it doesn't matter what size you is or your age or anything. That is not going to change. So um, I've had this conversation with people recently mm -hmm. and it's like, um, how are you doing? How much weight have you lost? Where are you? You know what? Yeah. And, and I was like, I really don't want to tell you. Mm -hmm. Only from the standpoint of I'm in my life, just my focus is just being healthy. Mm -hmm. Like making healthy choices about how I live, either... Um, through the food that I eat or exercising or even if it's um, the way I think about things. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a much healthier attitude for me because in the past it was always about destination. I have to get to this weight. I'm losing this much weight this week or, or all of whatever it might be. And, and it's just been a much more lasting, much more refreshing and satisfying b behavior or place to be is right. just being healthy. Well, that's good. I, I will tell you, it, awesome. it was easier to get off the ledge because of that mindset mm -hmm. than because in the past for me it would have it, it, it it's it's the type of moment that would have sent me on a tailspin. Yeah. And that, yeah, that really happens. And I think that's where you have to pick yourself up and say, this problem, this isn't going away. I have to care about what I eat and try to make healthy choices. And once in a while, I'm going to eat pizza. It's going to happen. But you know what? I bet people are wondering, did you have any any symptoms or issues like from going keto to a cheat day and then you're back on your keto, right? Um, I didn't really feel very good the next day. Uh -huh. Like I was, I, I felt good that I just got right back on, on, you know, on point. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, I was like, I just kind of. Just didn't feel great. Uh -uh. So when you have this cheat day, like how often because when you say that it's like oh well 
I can have a cheat day. I can day. have a cheat day on Thursday, and I can have another one on no, Sunday. No, it's going to take, a, it's like, gonna like take how, days how to get back Months, in. weeks? Yeah, uh, would you say? Mm-hmm. You, that is really hard for me to answer. I don't want to give anyone a license to, like, schedule your cheat day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, well, crazy idea. Maybe you should schedule it so that it's not so upsetting or you don't beat yourself up. Because I think it's a normal part of the process. So maybe once a month. That's that's what my gut says is, you know, maybe once a month. But you have to realize you're better off not cheating, right? right. Every time you cheat, you lose a few days or a few steps of progress and you have to try and get back to where you were. But if that's part of the process and it makes it more livable, then do it. Have your All cheat right. day. Okay. Uh Boy, we got to take a break here. Yes. And uh, when we come back, can you chew gum? And also... Can you um, chew gum and intermittent fast? Well, can you chew... <laughs> <laughs> There's more to that. <laughs> what is it? Can you chew gum and walk at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when are we supposed to eat? Really? Oh. we got to go back to the breakfast thing again. Yes. Yeah. We'll be back in a minute and talk about those and so much more. Welcome back to Really Healthy. Uh, I want to make an announcement really quick before we finish out a the show. Big this, this is a big this announcement. This is huge. This is huge. So we are going strictly to an audio format. However, we will be producing uh, special videos yep. on exercise, uh, workout routines, cooking. High quality. Yes. We're going to do some short, high quality video tips, you know, smoothies in the kitchen, Scott and I both always talk about how we like to cook. We'll see who's the better cook in the kitchen. <laughs> you know who is. Uh, but I'll share some workout videos, and then we'll have really great audio podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, it'll be a fun fun change, and uh, and we hope you like it. Okay, so we had yes. a, a listener who said, I have a friend who's trying intermittent fasting. She's wondering, is it okay to chew sugar-free gum during the fasting period? Yeah. So the time when you're not eating. Okay. Um, I'm just going to tell you my professional opinion. I'm not saying I've done all the research, but chewing um, stimulates your digestion, right? It gets your enzymes going and your stomach and everything thinking you're going to eat. So I would not chew gum. Hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I know that when you're hungry or you're bored, it's nice to have something to chew. But I would rather um, not. I would just stay away from it. That's my opinion. Can you drink water? Yes, you can drink water. Drinking water solves everything. Yeah, it does, yeah. right? Yeah, if you feel if you feel but, hungry, drink some water. But it's not gonna it's not gonna ruin everything. It's just you know it does make your body think you're gonna eat when you chew. Does it? Does it? it and what what's bad about that? I guess is it. Because, well, it stimulates your enzymes. So you start releasing enzymes that help you metabolize the food the minute you chew, even if it's just gum in your mouth. Digestion starts in your mouth with enzymes. Wouldn't that help you? Because you would be digesting more of your food and I don't know. Well, part of the point of intermittent fasting is to give your body a break from having to digest food and focus Ah. on other things like repairing damaged cells. Ah. So that's part of it. Yeah. So give those those enzymes a break. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to give them a break. Okay. So we came across this article about uh, when you eat. Yeah. And does it really, really matter when you eat? I know we had the discussion about breakfast. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was kind of more of a personal choice than an actual factual, which is better, which is worse. But what about 
this was a really interesting article about about certain times of eating. I want your yeah your take on. So it. the article is really saying that you should follow your body's natural rhythm and try and eat during daylight hours. That's basically what it's saying because you follow your natural wake and sleep cycle. And when your body wakes up, it wants to be active. You want to eat. That's when you sh should spend your time eating and not at night when it's dark and you're going to go to sleep. But but most people go to dinner. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, unless you're a senior citizen. Right. And you get the early bird special, right, before 5.30. We eat late. You we kind like of think about later. what the average person does. Um, we tend to run on empty in the morning, and a lot of times we'll have a big or fast food lunch, and we'll also have a late and large dinner. Right. That's kind of the way we function. So you like dinner at your home? I love dinner. Do you have dinner early? Nope. I'm really, really bad at that. And My kids it, are like, Mom, are we going to get dinner before 10 tonight? Oh, so it's like... <laughs> no, I'm just no, joking. It's not oh, that bad. But we always we tend to eat later, 8-ish. Yeah. yeah. But um, but I make healthy dinners. I really do. That's the one thing I feel like I'm good at. Okay. So I rock dinner, but I don't rock in other areas of life. So, so eating uh, um, while daylight is going... Yes. Your, while your body is awake and it's most active, that's the best time to eat. What yeah. else? Well, well, here's what I took away from this article, which was really great. Uh, that focus on lunch. Lunch should be your biggest meal of the day, and that makes sense, right? You've got the most time on either end to burn off with activity. So focus on lunch. Um, keep dinner light. And I loved this. I'm totally stealing this line. Um, keep dinner light and early and then close the kitchen. I know. That's a cool thing, isn't it? Close the kitchen. It's, like, it's on lockdown. I'm a mom. I'm like, <laughs> I am getting a sign. Kitchen is closed. Do not touch. <laughs> you, could, you could put like a chain and, and a, and a yeah. lock on the refrigerator and yeah. the pantry and all that stuff. Yeah, but, that, it was. That was, a, that was a, yeah. a, an interesting visual that that kind of uh, creates. And whether it's a, a, a subliminal or a literal the kitchen is closed. It kind of helps you to give the, that idea that there's just there's just a time to take a break from eating. Yeah, and think about the other logistical things that come with healthy choices like that, like eating a light dinner and early. It actually gives you time, right? You spend less time cleaning the kitchen late at night. You s spend less time cooking because your meal is simpler and lighter. Anyway, it kind of it gives back in so many ways. So, with me with the keto, I it's kind of a keto intermittent fasting. And mm -hmm. and my big meal is usually around eleven o'clock in the day. That's the first time I eat eleven o'clock. Yeah. And it's the biggest meal of the day for me. Yeah. And I found that to be very true. It works. It works very nice for me. I kind of like doing that too. But the article did say everyone should eat breakfast. Make breakfast a yes, part of your day. And we had were, that whole breakfast they debate. Were, they were adamant about it. I yeah. I maintain my stance. Uh, certain people don't need it, and some people do. If you're ravenous by lunch, start with some breakfast. If you function well and you like to intermittent fast, skip it. So that's your story and you're sticking to I'm it? I'm sticking to it. All right. Anything else in the article that uh, mm. grabbed your attention? I think that was it. That was it? All right. Well, uh, <laughs> moving <laughs> <What>? on. <laughs> moving on. This never happens. I'm done talking. Yeah, you're done talking. Yeah. Um, so what are, what are some of the uh, things that... Uh, well, aside from just dinner, yeah, like there, there's this whole idea of dinner earlier. Could do you think you could do a dinner earlier? Yeah, that's something I should definitely work on. And it would, and like I was saying earlier, I mean, it, but do you think it would be better to do it though? Yeah, I do. I think that my kids are like 
sitting there starving at night waiting for me to cook. <laughs> but don't but don't they have like aren't you kind of active? I mean, are they out doing things? Or are they are they home? Sometimes, sometimes they're out doing things. But here, this is a truth. I mean, this was actually last week, and I took a picture of it because I thought I'm going to use this as a teaching moment for myself, and I'm going to share it. But my, I was cooking dinner late, and so everybody was hungry. And my little boy was like, well, I want potato chips. Like, I'm going to eat chips because you haven't made dinner yet. And I was like, you're not having chips before dinner. I did that whole thing, right? We had that whole argument. And I just was like, okay, how about you have some broccoli? And I threw some frozen broccoli in the microwave, and I gave him this big plate of broccoli. And he ate that while I cooked dinner, and he ate the whole plate. And then he ate dinner, too. But it was just like, I get, he just wanted something. I'm not saying right. it, it, but... If I cooked eat earlier, my life would be better, my kids would be happier, and my kitchen would be cleaner sooner. And it would close down. Yeah, it would close. All right. Um, that's the end of our show today. Yep. Just uh, go to uh, Instagram and Facebook at the Healthy, uh, Really Healthy Podcast. Also, our website, thereallyhealthyshow.com. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, we're now audio all the time. We're going to have some fun special videos for you. And for Melanie Douglas, I'm Scott Mitchell. We hope you have a really healthy day. This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this program. Bonneville International does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk.